It happens. Your text messages for Leicester to 31567. 021-446-0567 is the number to call if you want to be part of the show. We are, after all, conversationless. We're breaking this uh, presenter-listener rule. You can call us whenever you feel the need on 021-446-0567. There's also the WhatsApp line, 072-567-1567 for your messages and and voice notes. And then there's also the SMS line, 31567. I think the Proteas are well and truly in trouble there in that T20 match at the moment. Uh, just waiting for a score update. If you're interested, 129 for 9 uh, and just uh, 1 over and 1 ball remaining. I don't think, it's highly unlikely they're going to make it. They need to get 168. That was Pakistan's score. So it seems highly unlikely. 40 runs off 7 balls. It's not going to happen so you could rather just go back to bed. It's now time for our we don't have a, we don't have a bumper for our hiking feature. Thanks, Britt. Cape Talk hiking with Tim Lundy. And there we go. A little bit delayed, but uh, always grateful. Thank you very much, Tim Lundy, for again joining us to talk about hiking. Cool, no problem. It is a Wednesday night. We usually do this on a Thursday, but because of the State of the Nation address uh, tomorrow, uh, Thursdays, which is usually our Fridays goes over to Wednesdays, which means Wednesdays is almost like our, our clean Friday. So we'll have a little bit of fun here on the radio. Tim comes in and talks to us around the theme of hiking around the Cape Peninsula, but also gives us a recap on some of the rescues and safety operations that have been going on. So let's start there. Uh, Tim, has it been a busy week for you? Nope. It's been a great <laughs> big fat zero. So there's been no reports. Uh, Nothing. N- wow. Are we losing tourists? What is happening? <laughs> are they actually are people actually listening to the show? I hope people are listening to the show and taking the advice. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those weeks where it was quiet and um, good news. Uh, always, we always like it when it's quiet. As I say, no news is good news. But you want to talk about beach walks. We are surrounded not only by mountain and forest and fainbos here in the city. We are almost, because we are a peninsula, we are surrounded almost completely by uh, water. So what are some of your favorite beaches to walk on? I think, look, it's a bit biased, I've got to be honest, because I grew up in Hot Bay, so it's kind of a bit biased. <laughs> Done a lot of walking on Hot Bay Beach. Um, mm. It's just one of those beaches which is nice to walk on. Um, but I will say one of my new favorites is Milton Beach. Oh, really? It's, um, yeah, I mean, it's just a fun walk. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's one of the walks that's in my book and it's, it's also just a, it's just a nice beach to walk mm-hmm. on. Um, kids love it and it's just, I think you, you can't beat the view. I think that's the one thing that you just cannot beat with Table Mountain in the background. Yeah. Look, I, I'm a southern suburb, South Peninsula boy. I grew up swimming at Musenberg and St. James. So that walk from Musenberg all along the boardwalk yes. past St. James a little bit further, maybe go as far as... Uh, uh, Danger Beach and Dalebrook that is where yes. that I call home and it's it's quite accessible especially the paved section like for example my dad is a little bit old, older he's a pensioner yeah. doesn't really have the traction and the knees left to walk on a beach so those paved sections are quite nice for particularly older walkers oh absolutely I mean they, again we very spoiled for choice in terms of what kind of beaches we've got um, Big Bay also lovely mm. lovely beach out that side um there's a section that you can go on where it's just shells. So the whole mm. ground is just c- covered in shells. 
and it's great, you know, when the kids are starting to sort of moan and I'm bored, and then you, you kind of go, right, well, go and find some treasure. As a man with flat feet, I hate shells <laughs> because you're <laughs> invariably going to step on one, yeah. and it's going to be very painful. But beyond that, is is uh, beach walking a bit easier than uh, than than hiking, particularly our hills and mountains? I there's more ups and downs, obviously, in hiking, yeah. but there's also an, uh, a, a a level of fitness that one needs. You know, particularly on your on your your knees and your calves to do a a good and de- decent beach walk. I think if you ask anybody who's done the um, Otter Trail or the Whale mm. Trail. Well, definitely, especially the Otter Trail, um, will tell you, don't be fooled into thinking that you're walking on a beach and it's nice and soft underfoot. Mm. It is seriously hard work because the ground is giving away underneath your feet. Whereas when you're walking on a mountain, it's solid ground. You're not, your, your muscles are not having to work as hard. Although on the mountain, you're having to go uphill and downhill. Mm-hmm. But when you're on a beach, especially in soft sand, it, um, I recently, uh, last year, towards the end of last year, we did uh, the Claremont Trail, um, which is known as the Highlands Trail. And it's the last section of the first day is six kilometers on the beach. Wow. And it felt like at least 18 for me. My feet, were, <laughs> my legs were destroyed after that. Then what do you do? Do you take off your shoes and, and just try and, uh, is there a difference in, in hiking with shoes and boots? Maybe try and walk on the more firmer, wetter sand than, than, yeah. than, than the drier sand and just try and, try and find a footing there. No, exactly. You, you walk on the, on the, the harder sand. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the last three kilometers, I think I was walking mostly in the water than I was <laughs> actually on the beach itself because it was nice and hard. Um, and also the water going over my feet was, was helping <laughs> soothe the pain. Mm. Um, but yeah, definitely, uh, I'd, you know, when I walk on a beach, there's nothing worse than walking on a beach and getting that soft sand down the side of your boot <laughs> and then it starts wearing. And so I just take off, go barefoot. Um, but you run the risk of obviously stepping on things that mm. you shouldn't be stepping on. We're speaking to Tim Lundy with our weekly hiking feature, not on a Thursday, but on a Wednesday, because tomorrow is the State of the Nation address, which we'll be bringing, uh, bringing you live here on tonight with Lester. If you have any calls, any questions, any recommendations for Tim, some hidden beaches that you know of where you can do some hiking and walking, you can call us on 021-446-0567 or send us a what? WhatsApp on 072-567-1567. Now, we talk about safety in mountain, on, on the mountains almost every week, yeah. um, Tim. But w- what about our, our, our beaches? I know that there are certain areas or places that I've been warned, particularly that walk um, uh, Newark Beach has been, has yeah, been raised as a, safe, as a yeah. safety concern. Uh, and also, I think it's that path above um, Sandy, Sandy Bay, Bay yeah. which, I've, which, which I've walked before and people have warned me about. But are there any areas that we should be concerned about? Look, I think those two definitely come to mind. Um, long Beach, purely because it's very long and very secluded, the guys are able to get in there and um, isolate you. And, and that's why they're using it. Um, you wouldn't get away with that kind of thing on Hot Bay Beach, although there have been attacks on Hot Bay Beach in the past. Um, but again, it's just, you know, people are sort of walking with handbags and watches. They're making themselves look like targets. Um, 
And I mean, people are probably saying, well, that's not fair. You can't, you know, we shouldn't be in a world that you can't go and, and walk down a beach with, with your watch on your arm. But that is the reality of the world that we live in, unfortunately. Just received a WhatsApp to 072-567-1567. I heard that there are a number of hikes along Sandy Bay. Any dress code rules? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, birthday suit is a popular one. <laughs> um, yeah, it, you know, it's it not, is a it's sunning not, beach. It's not really on the beach. It's a little bit. Uh, it's above the beach. It's above yeah. the beach. So yeah. you see, you don't see that much of that. It's beach. what's known as the rocket road. Mm. Um, and yeah, it, again, it's an isolated area, so it's just uh, it's not recommended mm. that people sort of go there. There haven't been any incidents that have been reported of late mm. out that way, mm. which is not to say it won't happen again. But, yeah, I mean, if you're going to go walk on the beach, try and find a beach that's a little bit more busy. Camps Bay Beach is also quite a nice walk. You know, if you're just wanting to try and get sort of a, a short burst of a walk in early morning, yeah, the, those kind of beaches are just yeah. the best um, to you know, there's but, but nothing some, like the fresh salt air yeah. coming off. But sometimes, like I'm sure, also with walks on 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 mountain trails, uh, the reason why you want to go to a to a rocket road or a long beach is because it is secluded, because you're not going to see anyone. But that is True. unfortunately the the risk and the calculated you know cost that you that you take. Yeah, another one that comes to mind now is Scarborough Beach. That's mm. also a very nice nice mm. beach to walk on. We got a, a WhatsApp here from Jane in Para North High Leston. The best beach, the beach, the best beach walk is between Buffalo Bay and Brenton on Sea in the Southern Cape. Glorious five oh, to nice. seven kilometers depending on the tide. Tell us a bit more about this walk. I have actually done that walk, mm-hmm. um, many, many years ago. And yeah, it, it's one of those, um, where, Back in the days when, when oyster, catching oysters and stuff was still allowed, um, they do monitor it now and they don't. It is totally illegal to do it um, because they are trying to protect the oysters and the oyster catchers. Mm. Um, but, yeah, no, a lovely, lovely walk and a couple of hours. And it's the kind of beach where it's just a long, long stretch. And in between there's sort of rocks, rock pools. Um, so, you, yeah, it's just a sort of meander, a really nice, nice walk. Another WhatsApp coming through. Best beach is Langoban Main Beach. I like Langoban. Yes. I like the lagoon because it's sometimes it can get a bit windy, um, but it, it, for most of it, it is calm. It is calm water, and it's if you want yeah. to go in for a dip, it's totally fine. And it's quite a nice area to walk in. It is a nice area to walk in early morning. I wouldn't suggest it afternoon. I was there recently, and um, yeah, as you know, it's a big kite surfing. Yes. Destination, and I think it's around about one, two o'clock that wind starts to pick mm. up. Um, but early morning, lovely place to go. Another one that I can think of is Crawl By, across the on the other side of the lagoon. Okay, is that in the in the West Coast National Park? That's yeah. it, yeah. And um, so it's not a it's not a very wide beach, um, but it's it's one of those beaches. Mm. So it's it's nice to just take a long mm. walk along. Um, what I would call a romantic beach. <laughs> <laughs> now, as a man with uh, with with young children, and we're talking about how accessible, particularly beach walks are uh, for kids. Kids tend to get bored after the lo- the next ten to fifteen minutes. Exactly. So w- what is there to e- to entertain them, particularly on beach walks? What have you found find I, works? I think the thing with with beach walking is you've got to be sort of inventive. Um, so let them discover things. I, I don't know how many times my daughters come to me and go, "Look, Daddy, I found a starfish," or "Look at this shell," and it gets them 
it gets them interactive with the walk. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're walking on the mountains, you also have that kind of interaction. But on a beach, it's it's a little bit different. They can build sandcastles. Mm-hmm. They can, you know, and it's just nice to watch them play in rock pools mm-hmm. and let them. Dis- Amazing when you go to a a little tidal pool and and the tide goes out and yeah. you see all the anemones and you see the little crab shells and that that's absolutely amazing, yeah. particularly for a young child to discover and feel that tactile feeling of exactly. you know seawater and things like that. But uh, we are speaking to Tim Lundy on our weekly hiking feature, not on a Thursday but on a Wednesday uh, tonight. If you want to contribute to this conversation, where's the best beach hikes in and around the Cape? You can call us on 021-446-0567 and there's the WhatsApp line 0725671567 we have a message in your SMS line Tim it says hi guys what about the cyclist who was attacked in the Table Mountain area are you I am aware of that I actually we, we, we skipped the safety recap but it's uh, it's a good thing to bring up yeah. yeah so unfortunately there was a chap that was attacked um, yesterday mm. at Knife Point his bike was taken um, and there was apparently two today in Takai, the lower forest area. Mm. Um, and I'm sort of in two minds about that one, whether it's actually mountainside or if it's actually in the city, because it kind of, to me, it seems like the city. But to be aware of those, those areas mm. are being targeted. Um, below the cable station, below Toffelberg Road at the moment is quite a, mm. a bit of a hot spot. Um, a lot of cyclists are going to be going in, in mass. And um, combing through there and reporting anything that they see to sand parks and the authorities to get them to come in and actually flush these guys out because they are actually hiding in the bush. And this is what happened with this mm. particular guy. Apparently, he did. Um, I'm not sure if he put up a fight or not, mm. but um, th- he was attacked. And um, I, as far as I know, he is all right. But um, you know, you don't you don't come away from something like that um, unscathed completely mentally. Um, I'm I'm talking from experience because I was mugged on my bike mm. 30 years ago. Now, is the motive to get the bike or the valuables? If um, both the bike, a lot of these guys know that the bike is worth a lot of money, um, and they will obviously sell it for a lot less than it's actually mm. worth. Um, but also, it helps them get away from the crime scene really fast. Mm. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to organize meetings with a couple of um, influential people that can possibly help or come up mm-hmm. with ideas of, of what we can actually do for cyclists, runners, um, hikers on our mountains because mm-hmm. it is becoming a, a bit of a growing problem. Mm-hmm. Again, um, it was pretty quiet at the, the end of last year, mm-hmm. which was great news, but in the last week or two, it has definitely grown and um yeah, it needs to needs to be addressed. No, definitely. And um, I heard in the week uh, the um, the repairs, the maintenance to uh, uh, Lion's Head has been set back a little bit by the fire. It has. That's the bad news. But the good news is they are now back on track. They are now re. They've they've started up again. They are back in the area working on the path. And the last I had heard, Sandparks had pushed it back from. It was the fifteenth of February. They originally. Before the fire, and they've now pushed it back to the first of March, um, just to try and give the guys that extra bit of time to try and catch up, um, because obviously they were off the mountain for quite some time, 
you know, while the fire chiefs were saying, look, it's not safe to go into the area, rather wait. We're speaking to Tim Lundy with our weekly hiking feature. We're talking about the best uh, beach hikes in and around the Cape Peninsula. Strace by is a lovely beach walk, says one SMSer. Yes. We're about to Strace by. Let me try and. Is Strace by is further up the east coast. Okay. Um, yeah, also quite a hidden hidden one. Yeah. I mean, the whole east coast has got so many different walks that are very different to the kind of beaches we've got here. You know, the, I always find that the ocean can be a little bit more vicious out there, but um, the beaches are a lot quieter um, and, and, and bigger as well, bigger, mm-hmm. bigger spans um, that you can walk. I mean, the one that I've done, again, many, many years ago, and I, I really looked at it and then decided not such a good idea, <laughs> was from Amanus to Hansby. <laughs> But it's something like 16 kilometers, and I don't think I would survive walking on a beach <laughs> at this age. 021 is the number to call if you want to speak to myself or to tell me about hikes around the city. But is it Jean or Jean wants to talk about yes. bikes? Yes. Hello. Hi. I, I love the program always. I love listening to it. Um, you know, I, ha- I have brain waves. Over, you know, almost uh, three quarters of a century of my life. And I just had a brainwave. Why on earth are, are, are cyclists' uh, equipment not tracked like motor vehicles? There is some um, technology out there at the moment that um, some of the bikes do have tracking devices on them. Yeah. Um, and they are trying to push um, new tr- – there is new technology now where you can actually put tracking devices onto bikes that is so small that only the rider would actually know where, yes, where the tracking exactly. device is. Yeah. I mean, AI is, is looming hugely yeah. in our lives. Surely – we need. We can do that. We can fly to the moon. We can do all kinds of things. <laughs> Track yeah. the bikes. Yeah, I know. So there are there are apps um, that are in development still at the moment, and I think one or two are out there, and they're sort of going through all the teething problems. Um, and I know they are trying to develop ones for hikers and runners as well. Oh, wonderful! And on the beaches, you know, you were chatting about beach walks. Muni Point is neglected. It's a lovely place just to paddle and play in pools. Absolutely, and it's a it's a different kind of beach to what yeah. we would in Cape Town kind of consider a beach. Yeah. But it is definitely, I think, it's one of those beaches that for kids is one of those playgrounds where they can go and have a look at all the rock pools um, yeah. and, and discover all the lovely things that, that it's yeah. got to offer. And also one can take one's dog there. Yes. Yeah, so super. We're going to be talking about uh, taking our dogs on these uh, uh, dog walks. But I think with the issue of, of, of tracking devices, Tim, it's one thing to have a tracker hidden somewhere on your on your bike, but it's another thing to try and convince a police officer to try and look at your phone and try to go follow that lead, especially if it's ridden off to already to some chop shop somewhere. Are you willing to go by yourself and then go look for your bike or try to convince a police officer to go with you to actually go find it yeah i think i think if if, if um you've got a clear signal um and 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 they can see that it's moving and it's within the area then mm. the police will go with you i mean you can you can do it with cell phones now you can do it with laptops so there's no reason why yeah i mean mm. i think they would 
if if they've got a, a, a very strong case of mm. being able to go and track that bike down and get it um, and pinpoint it and, and make arrests, then yeah. then they would definitely because be that means, to uh, that means a thumbs up for their uh, uh, for their statistics. Uh, uh, exactly. WhatsApp coming in through from uh, Nikki. My favorite wor- walk is the Hokama walk uh, from entrance uh, to Buffalo Bay through Milkwolf Forest and then along the beach to Hrunfli. I think it's about fifteen kilometers, but a beautiful walk. Even taken our small kids. Great work on the leg muscles. That's from Nikki. Oh nice! Have you have you familiar with these walks? I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out where exactly that all is, um, whether it's in Cape Town or outside of Cape Town. Mm. Um, no, I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not terribly sure. Even exactly I'm not where even it quick is. enough <laughs> to 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 Google. So Hokama <laughs> does look like it's on the uh, uh, on the uh, south coast. Um, trying to find exactly where, but we can get back to it now. We. Plenty of callers coming in. Uh, Stuart from Fisher calling in on 021-446-056. Stuart, how are you doing, Stuart? Thanks for joining us. Hi. Um, if you're talking about beach walks, um, I'm in Fisher and we've got an awesome beach walk in um, in Nurtuk where you can walk to the Kakapo Wreck. Yes. Um, it's, it, it's just a problem is, as it's been, been pointed out already, that we have a bit of crime. Yes. But if we go in a big, we go in a big enough group... Um, and take our dogs with us. We don't, we've uh, the last time we walked, we walked a group of friends, and about twenty five of us walked to the the wreck. Had, had some tea and and um, sandwiches, and walked back. It was a, a great day. Yeah, I mean, as a child, that was probably one of the first memories I have. Um, I think it was one of my older brother's birthdays, and we basically walked from, I think it was from the Nordic side all the way to the Kakapo. Um, shipwreck, and yeah, I mean it's just very sad that it that it is uh, got the reputation that it has. But as you say, if there are twenty five, thirty people, then I, no, you, I think they they, 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 they don't generally fancy be um, We are we are at the moment in time. There are beach patrols, okay, and they they are attempting to. Um, they caught they caught a few guys about a month and a half ago oh, on the beach. Stuart, so, um, are there still the shark spotters up above uh, Nurtuk Beach? Um, above Nurtuk Beach, uh, not all the time. No, mm. they 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 but they they are above the, the Fisher Beach though. There's, there's, oh, a, yeah. there's a group that's yeah there. on mm. Boys Drive. Um, up on Bo- drive past yeah. them the other day. Thank you very no, much. They, no, they don't. No, Boys Drive is there's a group and there's a group of, actually above. Fishhook Beach. Yes, I, yes. Just two weeks yeah. ago. Thank you very much, Stuart from Fishhook. Just two weeks ago, uh, I was at uh, Cloverley, which is, I think, is a lovely beach next to. It's, it's sort of like um, Fishhook's uh, redheaded step yes. sister. <laughs> I think yeah, it, I, really, I like yeah. it more than Fishhook because it's a bit quieter, not yes. as many people, and I, I, I think it's quite fun. But uh, the dragging that happens there, the dragnets, and there was. Uh, Obviously, the siren that came from Fishwick side, and there was a, a bit of a, a shark scare in that water about uh, two weeks ago. But we uh, it's now 11 minutes uh, to 10 o'clock. I think let's go to a break now so that we can have the rest of the 10 minutes to talk uh, to uh, Tim Landy. You can still call us on 021-446-0567, or you can WhatsApp us on 072-567-1567. Pull out of that walk because... It was due to rain. Funny thing was, at home in Claremont, not a drop of rain. 
Mm. I came home. I looked like I'd been standing under the shower <laughs> for about an hour and a half, or three hours to be quite honest. But it was such an amazing walk. Um, Liesel from the Vestazen came, and um, we had uh, there were fourteen of us, mm. and we went up. Um, I'm going to show you the, the pictures of the of the divers, um with water droplets on it. It was perfect. And this is where I am. Totally provincialistic. There's something to be said about a protea. I love seeing a king protea. Yes. But when you see a, a deezer or a dizer, yeah. and you see, you just see VP. You yeah. see Western <laughs> Province And there's, yeah. there's something about you being born in the yeah. Cape That says yes that is my plant That's well, my flower the, the thing about that particular plant Is that you do not get it anywhere else in the world mm-hmm. you, you know, It's going to be a matter of time Until somebody tries to steal it And tries to propagate mm-hmm. it and You can't yeah. You pick that thing as dead within Before you can mm-hmm. get to the bottom of the mountain You can't They've been trying for years to try and reproduce it. You can't. Those plants are so particular about where they will grow mm-hmm. that they are only in a select few places on Table Mountain. It, it's well. almost breathtaking when you when you when you stumble up, uh, across, oh, absolutely. across the dozer. I mean, I've been looking at them for close to thirty years. Mm. Every year I try and go out and look mm. for them Because they just are spectacular orchids I mean, yeah. they really are beautiful I think in the future I want to get you on air with my friend Rupert Corpman I'm sure you also yes, know Yes, I actually messaged him the other day A botanist uh, at Cape Nature Who knows everything oh, about yeah. Renostafelt exactly. and Fainbo So he's also an amazing font of information yes. Faiz on the SMS line says Hi, I've tried to offer Sandparks a service To patrol the hot, hot spots with infrared drones Best technology to flush out these criminals, even if they hide. Sampox is not interested at this stage. That from Faiz. What's your thoughts of drones around mountainsides looking for uh, for criminals with infrared yeah. zones? Um, look, drones are one of those sort of hot topics that um, I know Sampox are not wild about uh, drones, and and for good reason as well as not so good reason. Um, the, the the thing is if one person has a drone, then another person has a drone, and the next thing, the sky is completely filled with drones everywhere. In terms of security point of view, I think if they do go into hotspots that are um, going to flush these guys out or at least move them on, then I'm I'm in for it. Um, mm. But I'm sure that Sandparks have got their reasons as to why um, these drones are not going to work. Um, it's not not just a yeah. case of putting it up into the air and flying it around. And also, in the way that our city is designed, we have uh, homes and properties that go all the way exactly. to the tree line, and there could be privacy issues. Exactly. Particularly yeah. putting drones with cameras up yeah. in the air over those properties. Now, going back to 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 the beach walks, and we spoke about. Uh, Foot fitness. Now, obviously, you don't need to wear boots when walking on the beach, but uh, what is acceptable wear for a beach walk? For a beach walk, anything from flip-flops, barefoot, um, sunscreen, a hat, and just, yeah, I, I think one of those things is to always take a warm top, even if it's a nice sunny day. The thing is the, the weather down at the beach can change quickly. You know, the wind can can whip up off the ocean. And it can get really, really cold. So if you're doing a walk like, let's say, that, that Sedgefield walk, yeah, you want to take, you want to be prepared for it because you're going to be on that beach for quite a few hours. Um, and you don't want to be in, a, in shorts and a t-shirt 
um, and now the temperature starts to change as the mist rolls in, mm. um, and it and it becomes a bit more challenging. What I always found fascinating, particularly walking the False Bay coast, is what gets washed out and, and whatever yes. uh, sea creatures you know beach themselves there. And quite recently, we had a, a elephant seal. Elephant seal. So apparently, it is going to be there for quite a while. My daughter was talking to me about it, and she said I must must mention this elephant seal. <laughs> um, and so apparently, they are leaving him there, and everyone is. Allowed to go and have a look at him, but mm. don't try and approach him. He's he's a wild animal, mm. and he's going to let you know as much <laughs> that he's a wild animal. Um, but by all means, go and keep a safe distance and mm. um, go and give him a little visit. But don't get too close because they are wild animals, and they can they have mm. enormous teeth. I was in Hape Harbour uh, last Friday. And um, there's the chap that feeds the seals, which a lot of people with have his teeth, with yes, he yes. dangles the fish in his. Yeah, that is that is one of those uh, five five thousand ways to die type of videos. <laughs> on, exactly on DSTV. I don't know what channel it was, but that will eventually feature on but the five thousand ways to die episode. I mean, he's he's basically got the seal. You know, the seal loves him because he just keeps taking food from his mouth. And but one day, I think the seal's going to have a bad hair day. And he's going to, yeah, I mean, the teeth on that thing, they, yeah. they're huge. Yeah. I mean, they're really, they look lethal. I, I, also, I touch wood and touching my head that there hasn't been an incident at Cork Bay Harbor because there are seals that, 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 yeah. you know, beach themselves on the tires and lie there in the sun and it's right next to the, the, Where the fishermen, the fish, fishermen yes. are. Um, and I'm, I'm not in, not in to curse anything, uh, but it's quite phenomenal that they, there hasn't been a major incident. Yeah. There. Now, what are some of the strangest things that you've encountered on a beach? We're not just talking about finding elephant seals and all sorts of weird yeah. things. What's some of the strangest things you've seen? Well, talking about seals, we, when we did that, um, Highlands Trail, we came across seven seals of which most of them had, um, perished. We're not quite sure how they perished. Came up against one that wasn't perished, but clearly didn't want us around, and then headed back to the sea. The strangest thing I've ever seen—I um, didn't actually see it for myself, but it was on Facebook for quite a while—and it was a Cape Cobra, which is about a wow. meter and a half, two meters, and it was on the beach for quite a while in Hart Bay. Okay. Well, we're heading up to news. Tim, would you mind staying just a few more minutes after news? We're having a really great discussion. It's almost uh, coming up to Eyewitness News. We'll continue the discussion with Tim Lundy before wrapping up our show at 11 o'clock. Hello, hello, hello. It is the final hour of Tonight with Lester. I'm Lester Kivett, and I'll be in your company till about 11 p.m. here on Cape Talk, where we're having a very, very interesting evening, bringing you the day's recap of news, analysis, comment, and, of course, a little bit of fun on the radio and remember tomorrow night tonight with Lester will be broadcasting live from the parliamentary precinct our show starts at 6 p.m. and we'll take the president's speech live and then from about 8 30 or depending when the president's speech finishes we'll be bringing you live reaction from an analysts political parties and of course you if you want us to call you and be the first to comment on what you thought of the president's speech you can watch WhatsApp us on 072-567-1567 now, and we'll be calling you tomorrow as soon as the president finishes his speech. 
about what we have left for the rest of the show. Well, Sianda Supangisa tells us about the Kayalicha Rowing Club and what he's doing to do to clean up that bit of local wetland while rowing. He is our beautiful news feature this evening. And then we close the show with a discussion on how rooibos tea can prevent a future hot, uh, heart attack. So go pour yourself a cuppa, sit back and relax and enjoy the rest of us, the show in each other's company. But of course, you can still influence the course of events. You can call us on, uh, on 082. Not a 082 <laughs> or you can send us a WhatsApp on 072-567-1567. There's also the SMS line 31567. But uh, we asked Tim Lundy to stay behind for just a little while. He still wants to talk to us about our listener hike happening on a Sunday. Now, we were just wrapping up our conversations on beach walks, Tim. And once you've now walked a few beaches and you feel you are fit enough to start tackling the mountains, where should you progress to next? Yeah, I think you want to keep on the on the flat um, to start with, and 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 start progressively making it a little bit longer. So one of the one of the places that I would suggest um, to get off the beaches and into start getting into the mountains is the Elfin Trail, which a lot of dog walkers love to go out there. I I often go out and take the dog for a walk out there, um, especially in summertime because it's um, completely covered in very large trees, so it's all in the shade and. Um, great views as well and um, the dogs love it because they can go into the into the river and then there's also the promenade in Greenpoint Park which is also you can make that quite a a long stretch um, longer than most of the beaches that we've got um, and and start there and then just slowly keep progressing you know and and start the incline a little bit more um, step by step and um, just discovering new places there's just so many places to to uh, discover an adventure, which is we we're so blessed to have that in this in the city. Now, Tom, on Sunday we take part in our first listener walk here with the uh, tonight with Lester team with you. Uh, we are going to be walking from Constantia Neck uh, to uh, Kirstenbosch Gardens. Unfortunately, if you are keen on the walk now, it's a bit too long. With you on Sunday, Tom. Yeah, so basically we're going to meet at Kirstenbosch Gardens at the lower parking lot, the new where the new buildings are, and um, then we're going to take vehicles, um, leave some vehicles at Kirstenbosch and take other vehicles up to Constantia Neck, and then we're going to head. It starts off by going through um, what's left of the pine forest, and then we start heading towards Kirstenbosch, um, and the road kind of levels out a little bit. And then they've taken a lot of the, the, the older trees and they've cut them down. Um, so the views now are spectacular of the Cape mm-hmm. Flats and of False Bay, um, the Boylant Mountains further in the distance. And then we sort of head back down into a bit of a foresty area with blue gums, a um, bit of a stream. And slowly make our way to the edge of Kirstenbosch Gardens where we'll have a bit of a snack. Um, before we then go on the path, which um, is known as the contour path, and head all the way to Skeleton Gorge, where I don't think that the waterfall is definitely not going to be flowing now. There hasn't been enough water. Um, but from there, we then head down into Kirstenbosch um, Gardens itself and then just take a sort of a walk through, maybe go through the dell. And, yeah, just 
And Tim has uh, those names and numbers of those who will be uh, joining us. We mentioned them last week, but Tim says he'll be getting in contact with you over the next uh, 24 hours or so. Tim, finally, how can people get hold of you if they want to book a walk with you or maybe want to learn a little bit more about some trails around the city? Yeah, so there are a couple of ways. They can email me, which is tim at capetownhiking.co.za. And if they want, if they're on Facebook and they want to see the kind of walks that I'm going to be doing, um, I'm now starting uh, midweek walks as well, which are proving to be quite um, popular and um, people are interested. And they can join on Cape Town Hiking with Tim Lundy. Um, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much where I update a lot of the, the group. It's where I reach most of the people. Twitter, they can reach me, which is at, at Hiking Cape Town. And um, Glam Trails as well um, in the in Hermanus, um, which is at Glam Trails. They can they can check that out. There's also the websites CapeTownHiking.co.za. Excellent, and that's Tim Lundy. We'll see you next week Thursday again yeah. for our hiking feature year on tonight with Lester. That's it, Tim Lundy, with our hiking feature year on Cape Talk. You're with Cape Talk. This is Lester Kibbert tonight. On to our next story now, and we ask, who goes hiking 